Welcome back to another episode of the Behavioral Economics and Marketing Podcast Series. This is Sandra thomas Commonall. In this episode, we will be talking about facilitating a growth mindset. So jumping in, let's review growth mindset. A growth mindset was first proposed by Stanford professor Carol Dweck in her book Mindset. Set theory is centered around the belief that intelligence and learning can be developed and improved. If someone has a growth mindset, they have a positive attitude towards learning and their ability to progress and achieve. They embrace challenges, persist through obstacles, learn from criticism, and seek out inspiration in others' successes. Dweck and colleagues further assert that those with a growth mindset believe that they can achieve what they set their minds to. The thought behind a growth mindset stresses that our minds are like muscles that can get stronger with use, can result in higher test scores, achievements, and growth. The opposite of a growth mindset is a fixed mindset. People with a fixed mindset believe that abilities are mostly innate and interpret failure as the lack of necessary basic abilities. They shy away from challenges and change, perceiving them as a threat. In 2007, Dweck and colleagues published a paper in Child Development entitled Implicit Theories of Intelligence Predict Achievement Across an Adolescent. They studied the role of implicit theories of intelligence on the mathematics achievements of adolescents. During the five-year study, the researchers studied four successive waves of entering junior high school students at a public school in New York City. They measured their achievement-related beliefs at the onset of junior high and assessed their achievement outcomes as they progressed through the 7th and 8th grades. The findings were that students who thought that their intelligence was malleable, i.e. they had a growth mindset, were outperforming the students who had a fixed mindset over the two years that they were followed. Okay, so let's apply growth mindset to marketing leadership by facilitating a growth mindset. Research has shown that people with a growth mindset are more resilient, adept at reacting to change, and can even outperform those with a fixed mindset. For those that would like a resilient, adaptable, growth-minded team of high performers, consider the following tips for facilitating a growth mindset in your team. Number one, find purpose and be authentic. I may sound like a broken record here, but as a leader, it is so important to know your team, know their motivations and their professional and personal goals. Help to align the team's goals with the team member's purpose. I spoke a little on this in the episode on framing effect and delegation. Aligning your team goals with the team member's personal or professional goals will help them to love what they do. To quote Carol Dweck, many growth-minded people didn't even plan to go to the top. They got there as a result of doing what they love. Growth-minded people love what they do and they are intrinsically motivated to grow within their skills. Number two, set goals, KPIs, and appropriate timing, but be realistic. Don't expect to be starting from square one and have a growth-minded team in a day or two. Number three, assess the needs, tools, skill sets that your team members need to achieve the goals. Number four, seek avenues for learning. Learning and willingness to learn is a key component of having a growth mindset. Look for classes, clubs, groups, share literature, bring in guest speakers, and facilitate group discussions. 
Number five, inspire through others' successes. We'll talk more about this one in next week's episode on inoculation theory and growth mindset. Number six, encourage mentor-mentee relationships. Growth-minded people seek out both mentor and mentee relationships. Having a mentor is an excellent way to learn and grow in an organic way. Further, having a mentee can help you to grow. Research shows that the best way to learn something is to teach it. But mentoring someone can have profound effects on both personal and professional growth. So encourage your team members to seek out these relationships. Number seven, emphasize teamwork. There are many ways that being a part of a team can cultivate a growth mindset. Teamwork allows you to see others struggle, fail, and then succeed, which is a crucial part of developing a growth mindset. As a part of a team, each individual doesn't have to have all the skills. They should complement each other. This allows team members to see how their contribution fits into the whole of the team. They can also learn new skills or just be exposed to the new skills, ideas, and processes. Being a part of a team also means that you don't want to let the team down. 8. Allow autonomy. Nobody likes to be micromanaged, and micromanaging is counterproductive. Allow your team members to have autonomy, to own projects, set goals, KPIs, and timing, coach when needed, but give them the autonomy to complete the task at hand. Number nine, vocabulary. Choose the right words for communication. Instead of saying, I don't know, try, I don't know yet. Instead of, I'm not good at this, try, what am I missing? Instead of, plan A didn't work, try, there's always plan B. Instead of, I give up, try, I'll use a different strategy. Take on a coaching leadership style to facilitate vocabulary change within yourself and your team. Number 10, constructive criticism. People with a fixed mindset do not like criticism, so be sure to make any criticism constructive. This not only makes it easier to hear, but it creates a pathway to growth. As constructive criticism comes along with specific actionable ideas to make improvements to any issues that have been identified with your work. Instead of just saying good job or it could be better, this type of criticism gives clear recommendations on how you can implement the feedback. For example, imagine you have a team member whose presentations are boring and dry. You don't want to say something like, your public speaking skills stink. Instead, try something like, your presentations could be more engaging if you incorporated more visuals, had less words on the screen, and brought in more interaction with the listeners. Remember that time you used graphics to clarify your statistical data? It was so engaging. Try to add in more texture to your speeches. In this way, you are softening the blow of the criticism and giving feedback that can easily be implemented in the future. Number 11, engage with failures. Learn from them, correct them, expand on answers, and elaborate thoughts. Ask, what will you do next time? What is the next step in this process? These types of questions help to show that failure isn't an end, but a stepping stone. 12. Praise the process, give compliments and encouragement, but talk about the effort, the strategy, the focus, the improvement, persistence, consistency, etc. Number 13, seek out new challenges. So whether you succeed or fail, keep moving forward, be persistent and patient. Seek out new challenges, discuss how you will build on past experiences and team growth to move towards those challenges. 
14. Lastly, keep in mind that the best way to have a growth-minded team may be to start at the beginning by screening candidates for a growth mindset prior to hiring. Wrapping it up, understanding how we as humans make decisions is an important part of marketing and leadership. Behavioral economics is the study of decision making and can give keen insight into employee behavior and help to shape your leadership style. The growth mindset theory is centered around the belief that intelligence and learning can be developed and improved. It is an important facet of both marketing and leadership. In this episode, we consider ways to facilitate a growth mindset in your team. If you are enjoying this podcast, give me a shout out, like it, share it, follow it, and review it. Also, if you enjoy my style but want to learn more about travel destinations, you are in luck. I just launched a new travel podcast, the Hub and Spoken Travel Show. Check it out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or online at www.hubandspokentravelshow.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Behavioral Economics and Marketing. This is Sandra Thomas-Kamenaw. Thank you.